Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Revving the Word. I think this is like our seventh, maybe our eighth episode. Crazy to think it was just a little over about two months ago that we started doing this, and we're just having a blast. I'm having a blast doing it, and it's it's kind of like a little dream come true, bringing some scriptural teachings, some encouraging music and some coaching to kind of keep you. I don't want you to connect, disconnect completely from your body. I want you to be fully present, fully here, fully loved and fully known by God, because that's truly who you are. Today, we are going to be doing, uh, we'll be going into Ephesians 2, 8, which we'll just want to stamp this one on your head. Just tattoo it all over your body, because this is kind of a gateway verse whenever we whenever we feel frustrated, disappointed, discouraged, this is a verse that we can harness into the power of God, who he is, who we are. It just puts everything back in perspective. So I'm really excited about that today. So you will be whatever you're doing, walking, running, hiking, biking, whatever you're doing, you're already probably moving your feet a little bit. That's great. Um I just want to let you know that you will do some intervals today, a little bit of intervals. Uh, I'll just tell you right now, it's going to be 20 seconds on, off, on, off for about, uh, we'll do three minutes and then we'll take a minute break and then another three minutes and then we'll see what else. I'm going to, I'm going to, that's the plan, but anything could change, right? Because we're being led here by the spirit. If you want to learn more about who we are, what we do, please go to the website at revelationwellness.org. Consider checking out RevWell TV. That's where we do online, face-to-face. Well, it's not live, but face-to-face. You'll actually see my face, not just hear my voice, along with a menagerie of other amazing, God-loving, top-notch, stellar fitness instructors that want to help train your strength, your flexibility, your cross-training, all these things, right? This is just one aspect of fitness, and that is uh, to move our body in. We're just doing one plane of motion right now. So biking, hiking, walking, that is usually works one plane of motion, which is really good. It's that forward-back motion. It's called the sagittal plane. But I tell you what, I'll tell you what, you can't just do this and have an overall well body because strength training is a really important part of it. Agility training, there's all types of, uh, that way really what we're trying, what we're all trying to do here is, is we don't know, we're not trying to lengthen our days. Those days are already counted by God. We, he, he knows how many breaths you will take, how many days you will live, but we're really trying to um, increase the quality of life that you have, that you live well rather than live long. I mean, again, want you to live long, but those days are counted that you would live well and, and uh, planes of motion, how we move really matters. If, if, uh, really in the end it's preventative, I don't want to see you fall down and hurt yourself because, uh, you don't have the, the ability or agility to, to know balance and no body awareness. That's just part of living in a, in a fallen world. It's possible that we could fall. So if we train our weaknesses, that's the best place. That's what you want to do. And that's what we're going to do. We're training our weakness. Our greatest weakness is that we are (laughs) very selfish people. We are broken people. We are people that need a God. But here's the beautiful thing. He doesn't leave us there. In Christ, you are not broken. In Christ, you are not, uh, you're not a worthless case or a helpless cause. Like you are uh, elevated to the place of co-heir with Christ, that you are 
the son and daughter of God and all that is Christ is yours in that place. But apart from that uh, awareness, I am pretty selfish. I am pretty hopeless. I am pretty discouraged. So I just want to stir that up in you today. Uh, so yeah, check us out at the website, revelationwellness.org. And uh, our next instructor training class where you too could be using fitness as your tool to spread the gospel message. And maybe it just starts with one neighbor. <laughs> uh, you teach a class in the park. There's all many ways that it can look. So don't think that it has to look one exact way. If God's kind of stirring your affections for this, then we need to connect. So go to the website and look into becoming instructor. Our next class starts August 22nd, coming up here pretty soon. Want to talk more to you about that if that's if that's stirring up a little excitement or nerves in your belly, then let's talk. All right, let's get going. Your feet are probably moving right now. Pretty easy. Uh, and uh, really excited about this message today. I'm telling you what, I think this is a game changer. Ah, I feel like God's just turning on the light bulbs of our understanding, renewing our mind so that we understand really what he's given us. It's just an amazing, amazing thing that we have in him. All right, so we're going to get going and we're going to start moving the playlist in three, two, one. All right. So on a scale of one to 10 right now, we are going to use that scale. You are somewhere, one being laying down, just got out of bed, 10 being, I want to punch you in the face, Elisa. I want you to be about a four, a five. Listen, you know, well, there's always discomfort sometimes if you're just getting your legs moving, but I don't want you to feel like discouraged, okay? Don't want you to, sometimes you have to fool your flesh and say, okay, listen up, flesh. We're not doing this in a spirit of slavery. We're doing this in a spirit of celebration. I get to. Hey, listen, have you ever injured yourself or you've been sick and you can't move your body? Oh. How grateful are you when you can? We're meant to move. We are meant to move. Your feet are stepping lightly, so just be aware of how heavy they're going down. That's important. So if they're hitting heavy, start to think upright, start to engage your belly. You're not sucking it in, you're just drawing it in, kind of engaging it, drawing the, it's called your transverse abdominal muscle. It's the deep, deep, deepest abdominal muscle. It's when you cough, to cough right now, <laughs> that muscle that kind of pulls inward, that's the TVA. It's not a sexy muscle. It's not, a, 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 it really doesn't do any mobility muscle. It just draws in. It's like a corset. I like to call it the belt of truth. Just keeps everything together. <laughs> Tucks all the organs into their spot. Keeps the spine with a nice, natural curve. If I just engage my TVA, my transverse abdominal, my shoulders draw back, my tailbone relaxes a bit. 
All right, today's scripture is Ephesians 2.8. We're talking about training healing grace. Say that. I'm going to train healing grace. Because who doesn't need healing? <laughs> all of us, all the time, ongoing, day to day, moment to moment. I need, I need healing so that my old man, my old woman will stay dead and the new one living and thriving. Ephesians 2.8 For by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works so that no one may boast. We can see that God you're moving. For by grace you've been saved through faith. Let's just camp out there. Ephesians 2.8, say it out loud. For by grace, you have been saved through faith. Eight words that when you find yourself weak, identifying with old thought patterns, feeling hopeless, starts with hopelessness, always starts with being, feeling hopeless. When you feel that, right, feelings are awesome tools. We can drop the pin on where we are. Wait, what happened? A minute ago, I was fine. A minute ago, I was thinking pretty good thoughts. I was excited about the weekend. I was excited about this event. I was excited about this friendship. Wait, what just happened? These eight words. It's actually nine words. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Did you feel the mountains tremble? Did you hear the We're gonna unpack it. But right now, I want you to start thinking that your body, heart rate, effort, moving towards a seven. Okay? You could do this for an hour. Did you feel the but you'd have to ask your body to participate in it. You can't just go into autopilot. But you're not, nobody's squishing their face, no stress in your jaw, nobody gritting their teeth. Seven. 70% effort. Old McDonald had a farm. Yeah, yeah, yo. You have to listen to episode two to get that, but just notice basically you can say about six words before you have to take a breath. This whole song, comfortably working at a seven. Enjoy it. Come on. Look around. See anybody you can say a, speak a blessing over just as they're running by or hiking by? You don't have to stop and do it, although you, sh you could. But you are a purveyor of hope. Remember, you shift atmospheres because of this grace. 
All right. So let's define grace. If I asked you what grace is, most everyone that's been a Christian longer than two days <laughs> would say unmerited favor by God. Yes, correct. In other words, you can't earn this great gift of salvation. You didn't do anything to earn it. He just loves you. And there's nothing like getting gifts that you weren't expecting, you weren't working for it. Like, that's just awesome. Or maybe you were working for it, and all of a sudden, it's done, it's completed. You go, what? Where'd that come from? But this, for a second, grace, oh, it's scandalous. It's powerful. Stay at a seven. Trust the process, because I'm gonna be asking stuff of you later that I want you to really be fully present to. I know a lot of you could go to an eight. Take the good news in right now. Saved by grace, grace. Now listen, grace, it's not flimsy. It's not weak. It's not simple syrup for the soul. It's smelling salt. It awakens us to something greater. It's the economy of the kingdom, grace. Grace. Giving blessing, giving somebody what they need, even though they don't deserve it. And not just giving them what they need, but immeasurably more. Because that's mercy. Mercy is giving us what we need. Grace, <laughs> it's like everything else that you could ever possibly need. That's the gift. Everything. My most favorite definition, I'm not sure who said this initially, but those of you that know it, say it with me because you've been revving a while. But this is grace. Grace is not. It's not the permission to live according to the flesh. In other words, you it's know, not your get out of jail card. That's not grace. Although there is mercy for that. Like, you don't have to be in jail. That, that ticket's already paid. But grace does not just pardon you. It's not a permission for a pardon. And some of us, let's be honest, some of us pre-plan our pardons. We negotiate our freedom and we call it grace. That's not grace. Grace is the power to live according to the Spirit. Grace is what enables you to do what you couldn't do a moment ago. Grace is the power the ability to stay hopeful when it looks hopeless. Come on, 
God is calling us into these impossible situations because we are the promise of the possibility. You and me, through grace, by grace, through faith, grace. Grace is the author. We're the story. Stay a seven. You can start to be creeping towards an eight. For by grace, this amazing resurrecting power. You know, the Lord told me a few years ago, Elisa, I didn't make grace a fruit of the Spirit because that's something you have to come get from me. <laughs> I am, I'm grace. I hand it out when you need it. I give it to you, but you gotta come get it from me. Come get grace from me. You always have my love with you. You always have my joy, peace, patience. You always have that. But you're not always gonna feel like you have the ability to stay with me. So just come to me and come get it. And this song, I want you to go to your comfortable working threshold. So you have to focus, but you notice, notice I can only say about three, four words total without needing to take a breath now. That's a good place to be. Your legs are not oozing with lactic acid. Your breath is buffering it back. If you were racing, this would be your, uh, if you were doing a long endurance race, this would be your best pace possible that you could hold for this 30 minutes. Your best pace, not your comfortable pace, but your best for 30 minutes, not three. Grace, you guys, this thing is dangerous. It's powerful. It's not a little pet to play with. It's the lion. It's the lion of Judah. And it's absolutely connected to praise. Praise. When the temptation is to be in the pit, to fall into the hopeless pit, you praise. You remember, wait a minute. God's made his promises over me. God's, listen to the last week's podcast, your declarations. He's declared me as an endless resource. I always have something to offer in any hopeless situation.
because of him. By grace through faith, I've been saved. Grace. Come on, Holy Spirit, teach us. Give us a greater revelation. Saved by grace through faith. So listen, I want to make this very practical. Here's how you train your healing grace. It looks like this. Something happens. Something gets said. That evokes a negative emotion, a hopeless thought. And it has the ability for you to start sliding down the mountain of faith. It has the power to knock you off your feet and you start sliding down the mountain that you've been climbing with the Lord. Yeah. Strength to strength, faith to faith. Day at a time. You've been after this long obedience in the same direction. And the enemy knows it. So he takes a cheap shot and he uses people to do it. Remember, we're not here to war against flesh and blood, but principalities of darkness, evil. And you start finding yourself having lower conversations, stinking thinking. I want you to think of yourself like you're climbing a glacier, you know, with like toe picks, axes, and you're just climbing with the Lord, because it's, it's not an easy climb, it takes all of you. And all of a sudden, something comes and wipes you out and you start sliding down a mountain. You need to self-arrest. Meaning take your pick, take a big swing of that ax pick into the ice and self-arrest by grace. Let grace come, self-arrest. Now listen, I'll come back to this teaching. 30, 20 seconds, push, push, push. Four, three, two, 20 seconds. Rest, recover. In 10 seconds, you will go then. 20 seconds, push to a nine, a 10, go. It's just 20 seconds. 
Pick up your knees. Lift the corners of your mouth. Four, three, two. 20 seconds, recover. By grace. All of these efforts come on by grace. Nothing you can manufacture on your own. Go, go. Come on. Knees up, chest up. Laugh at the days to come. Pull back. Good job. You're at a nine, maybe even a 10, because you couldn't do it for very long. By grace, go. Not of your own works. That's why joy should come. Joy should be leading it. Made for hard things, come on. Three, two, pull back. Get your breath. Tell him he's good. You're good, Dad. He thinks so highly of you. Go. And I know that can sound strange. What, he thinks highly of you? Yes. Receive it. 10, 9, 5, 4, 3, 2, pull back. Whoo! Nice. Keep going. You're gonna get one minute to fully recover. 53 seconds. Then we go back into the 20, 2020. Get your grace, get it. The ability, the power to live according to the kingdom economy, to the kingdom precepts, the ability to be conformed more into the image of Christ. Do we see? It comes in the hard times. It's an opportunity. Oh, he's so good. The Father loves you so much and he hears your desire to be conformed more into the image of Christ. Push, 20 seconds, go. Go, come on. Ten. Ah. Four, three, two, recover. Yeah, he likes you to win. Yeah, he does. You're not supposed to just get by. You're meant to thrive. Ready? Go. 
go. Come on, go to a 10. Lactic acid, don't be afraid. Spirit of death, go. Rest or recover. 20 seconds. Go. Push. Five, four, three, two, one. Ten seconds, you go. Ready? Come on, Saint. Go. Remember your declarations? Listen to the last podcast. Declare now who you are, whose you are, who he is. Five. Pull back. You have one more. It's the last one. Ten seconds. The last one can be 30 seconds if you want it. Come on. Go. Ephesians 2.8. For by grace I'm saved. Through faith. We're going to hit those next two words. Through faith. Ten, nine, eight, six, four, three, two, one. We have seven minutes left in the workout. Recover. So we self-arrest by remembering, oh wait, this is a God thing. This is a His thing, not my thing. Okay. So that gets me to keep from sliding down the mountain. I put the pick, the pick in. Grace. Grace. I need grace here. I need the power to overcome this hopeless moment. So grace saves you from the death, from the destruction of falling all the way down the mountain. But through faith, through faith, you start rising up. So that's a metaphor. Now let me get very practical. Let's say I leave this podcast. I go outside. My husband says something so painful to me. Something happens and I start to think old thoughts. I start to feel attacked. I feel like I have to fight back. I feel hurt. Because that's the bottom line is hurt. The whole world is hurting. So when that happens, I feel hurt. Here's what training grace looks like. I need to go 
to a secret place. I need to, I need to get to a place where I can get desperate before God. So I'll go to my bedroom. I'll come into my office because I'm saved by grace. I get back under the authority of God. Wait a minute, God. And then I begin. Listen, often we enter that secret place and then we, we cry or worry our prayers. And we're like, oh God, did you hear what they just said? Did you hear that, God? You need to change them. You need to do this, God. You need to do that. We start making petitions, which is nothing wrong with that. But I really feel God saying, listen, remind them I've already taken care of it all. The cross deals with all the broken marriages. The cross deals with all the wayward, wayward, wayward kids. The cross deals with their financial strain. The cross deals with it. So you don't, you want to start declaring your faith. So you go to the secret place and you start saying, God, I believe that you, you love my marriage more than my marriage. You, God, love my, my husband. God, you love him. You think he's such a great idea, God, and I declare it too. And then you start declaring. You start making declarations. You don't... Listen, I know there are times that we need comfort, but your countenance attracts whatever you're putting. So if if your countenance is, I'm hurt, then the, the king of comfort will come. But if your countenance is one of praise, <laughs> and declaration of I know who you are, then it attracts that presence of the kingdom. The king of glory comes. The king, the triumphant see comes. So you don't have to sit there and cry, cry him a river. Now I'm not saying there are times for that, but more than anything, I feel like God wants to give us this supernatural grace to say, listen, you don't have to do that. I just want you to declare faith because you're saved by grace through faith. So wherever you begin to declare faith, grace shows up. And not only does it show up, it empowers. You start declaring, you start speaking out the word of God. You start, you enter his courts. You enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. That, I call that a Jedi move. Two minutes, 15 seconds. Whatever you want. Ask the Spirit. By grace, through faith. Faith, sure of what you hope for. That saves you. Start saying what you're sure of. Start reminding God who He is. What He said, that's faith. Faith. Wherever there is faith, grace shows up. Faith. Stir up your faith. 
One minute, 10 seconds. Father, we're building a don't stop. One minute. Finish. Start declaring right now. God, I thank you that you died. You conquered every fear, every sickness, every accusation. Thank you that you've already taken on the cross for me. Thank you. Thanksgiving. Praise God. You're such a tremendous, beautiful, powerful God. Faith. You don't have to feel it. You just say it because you know it. Because you read it somewhere. Three, two, and one. Recover and take it off. Do you hear what I'm saying? This is the time. I heard the Lord say, Lisa, tell them it's time. It's time that I'm giving them a supernatural grace, not a grace that we've known. I think that we've known this kind of permission grace, but he wants to give us this power grace, and it comes through faith, being sure of what we hope for, saying what he has said, even if it hasn't happened. That's why listen to the podcast before this, Declarations. Listening to when other people have breakthrough of testimony and, and, and you say, God, you did it there. I know you're going to do it here. That's why the enemy loves to do comparison and say, oh, see, it happened for them. It's not going to happen for you. God loves them more than he loves you. Name it, Jesus. <laughs> because he loves them, it should be an encouragement. He loves me. Oh, that's going to happen for me too. The word testimony means do it again, God. Do it again. Through faith, you don't have to have it now to live from it today. And that's a grace. You are saved by grace through faith. So the next time you're tempted, the next time you're thinking of giving it up, you're, 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 the enemy's got you convinced that God is not good, He's not for you, that He's not powerful. And I know there are times... It's, it comes in the confusion time. You feel like, God, wait, what happened? I'm so confused here. And then we really want answers. We really want him to, to fix it. But really, we need to live from the answer. It's already been answered. We don't have to know the steps. We don't even have to know. We live from the answer, not from the problem. So go into your secret place and declare from the answer. That's faith, not the problem. Because the problem is, that's not faith. It's reality. Yes, that's really happening. But faith lives from the answer and anywhere the people of God live from the answer of faith that God you've already paid for this you've already conquered this you've already put this under your feet God and that's why knowing the word of God God I know that you are my son you are my salvation you are my shield no good thing do you withhold from those who walk upright God, thank you that you bestow favor upon favor, that when I was dead, you died for me. You loved me when I didn't even love you. You have more for me than I can even access for myself. And so now, God, I come and I declare you as good. That is a salvation of power. It's an attractive salvation. It's not a salvation that we sit in the corner and walk back and forth and say, oh, God, please, 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 please. That's an orphan. An orphan isn't sure whether the adopted father is going to really love them. 
that's already been done. He chose you, he loves you. All that's been given to Christ has been given to you. So we live under that authority. That's a grace, we didn't earn it, he gave it to us. And now through faith, through being children that say, I know that you love this person. You love them more than I do. God, give me the eyes to love like you love. And we get the grace because we're declaring the faith. He already knows what you feel. What if we sing a different song, a song of praise that will give us a supernatural healing grace? And that's what, friends, that's what I want for you. I want for us as we do these workouts, that we would work this into us. Not that we would avoid our feelings, that we would feel our feelings and let them push us into the secret place with the Father where we get grace. And through faith, through saying what he says, through thinking what he thinks, boom, the moment's over. We are empowered to go back out into the world with the gospel of peace readied on our feet. Hebrews 4.16 says, Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Draw close with confidence, not with, oh God, I'm so afraid, please help me. <laughs> Start saying what you're, if, you gotta have a vision of your whole self, of what your redeemed, whole and free self would look like. God can give that vision to you of who that person is, then start speaking on behalf of her or him because that's who's seated in the heavenly places with Christ. Make a withdrawal from the kingdom of who you are completed in Christ. Start declaring it, declaring it, declaring it by faith or through faith and grace shows up. Good job, you guys. Live from the answer today, not from the problem. Live from the answer. Pray from the answer. Declare from the answer. Your countenance counts. If you come in sad, you'll get the king of comfort. If you come in and start just getting aggressive about the prayer of hope and faith, you'll get the king of glory. Prophesy to that problem. Tell it what's coming for it. Tell it. Tell the enemy. Prophesy. Speak to the dead bones. And you'll find yourself less time circling the drain with stinking thinking. All right, friends. Well, thank you so much. I hope you had fun with this today. Ephesians 2.8. For by grace you have been saved through faith. Exercise it now. Go out and give it away. Tell your kids, we're going to practice this today. I'm going to need some grace today. Are you with me? I promise you. It works. My kids are the greatest training in my team. I tell them, I'm weak here. I need to train this. Will you help me? Sure. Because <laughs> kids love seeing parents say they don't have it together and that they need their kids' help. All right, you guys have a great day. We'll see you next week. Connect with us at revelationwellness.org. We'd love to hear how these are helping or serving you. Share them with somebody you know, and we'll see you next week. Until then, his love never quits. <laughs>